I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. You're not under the Old Testament. You're under the New Testament. So your prayers are spirit prayers. Spirit-led prayers. Abraham stood before the Lord and interceded on the behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he stood in the gap. He interceded, and look at the kind of results he got by going boldly to the throne of grace. How much more those of you who and I who are under a better covenant based upon better promises, we're filled with the Holy Ghost, we have the Holy Ghost, we have the Word, how much more our intercessions, intercessions as Spirit-led believers yielding to the Holy Ghost. We basically have everything we need to be successful in prayer. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Yes. Where sin abounds, grace does so much more abound. This nation is in trouble, but guess what? Where sin abounds, grace does so much more abound. I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. Listen, shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery? You're in labor. And if you're not yet, you're going to be. I'm just sounding the trumpet. I'm preparing the way. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Listen to me. Please listen to me. Please, for the love of God, listen to me. There is a difference between the prayer of intercession and the prayer of worship. We worship God in spirit and in truth, and it feels good, and we feel his presence, and we soak in his presence, and we honor him, and then he speaks to us, and he causes us to, to have more prophetic insight into things. But what, it, what happened to the kind of praying that's, 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 that's where you're, 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 you don't feel good when you pray? You're warring against something. You're laboring fervently in prayer. You're doubled over, so to speak, with spirit prayers. Now, you can mix worship with intercession, harp and bowl. My experience, I know I just said don't go by experience. I personally, when I'm in that labor, in that place, I got to get that baby out of me. I got to pray that thing out. I mean, I'm focused in on the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit because he's initiating it, and my focus and my attention is on him. But in a real sense of the word, I don't even, there is literally, when I'm in that place, there's no thought of self. You're more God conscious and spirit conscious than you are natural conscious. Am I preaching too long? You hearing what I'm saying? So he says, shall I bring you to the birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I cause to deliver and shut up the womb? 
This is what the Holy Ghost told me. He said, our nation is not at a time of death. Our nation is at a time of rebirth. In the book of Joel, we find that Joel lived in similar times as we do. Joel 2.2 2 was a day of darkness and gloominess. Joel 2, 12 through 13. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with your whole heart, with fasting. Here's the answer. Here's the solution. Turn to God in prayer. The Old Testament pattern helps us with the new. Some people nowadays don't even want to use the New Testament or the Old Testament. I'm not even going to go there, but whatever. With fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. Why? Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Peradventure, there be 50 righteous within our nation. Will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? That's not your nature. That's not your character. That's not who you are. You're a just God. You're a covenant-keeping God. We're the righteous. We're in the land. We're standing in the gap. We're putting up the hedge. We're not going to faint if we don't see visible results. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Sometimes I find myself in prayer just speaking that to him. And something in me, and I say to myself, Mark, you're like a quiet person, and you're not like bossy like that at all, and here you are. It's not that we're disrespectful of God. It's that we're honoring his word and standing on his word and standing on our covenant rights as believers and as intercessors, and he wants us to call upon him. He said, you call upon me. I will answer you and show you great and mighty, mighty things. He says, I want you to decree a thing and declare it so that it be established. He said those in Job, it says that those who are not innocent will be delivered because of the pureness of your hands. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. He relents from doing harm. Hebrews 6, Hosea 6, 3. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established in the morning. He will come to us like the rain. I want to close <clears throat> with two things. Is that okay? We had a bathroom break right now, but can you hold it a little longer? I don't know. Pastor, am I doing okay here? Prayer for a nation begins with prayer for the leaders of your nation. Proverbs 29.2 says, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Abraham Lincoln was a righteous man. We know that. How do you know he was a righteous man? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You will know them by their fruit. We're not called to judge. We're called to inspect the fruit and be a discerning, wise people. 
you wouldn't let just anyone marry your daughter, would you? You'd be a wise, discerning parent. And when they ask you what you think, you will open your mouth, because I know you will, and you will tell her. Abraham Lincoln, this is how he prayed. I have been driven many times upon my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My own wisdom and that of all those around me seemed insignificant for that day. If your leader doesn't pray, then pray for your leader. And here's the other question. Who the heck is the guy praying to? Which God? Nowadays, there's so many gods. But you know, the beauty of the Lord is he is Elohim. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the God who's the possessor of the heavens and the earth. And I love what it, I love what it says in Revelations. He, 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 it says in the scripture, he was dead, but behold, he is alive forevermore. And he has the keys of hell, death, and the grave. When we pray, we pray to a God who is alive forevermore. We're not praying to an unknown God. We pray to the God who swallowed up Pharaoh's wizard's uh, what was that thing? Snake. So, what do we pray? 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4. Therefore, I exhort, don't talk about your leaders. But I'm asking you to stop talking about them. I'm asking you to stop posting things. I'm asking you to speak the word over them. I'm asking you to stop putting that stuff up on the airways and in the internet because all that stuff goes into the spirit and it's producing death and it's producing a lack of pride for our nation. That first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and givings of thanks be made for kings and all who are in authority. Why? All who are in authority. Well, what if he's not a godly man? Pray for him. If you live with an ungodly man, what does the Bible say? Pray for him. God will honor your prayers. If we have, if we have an ungodly president, we could pray for him. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For... This is a lot better than you posting things on Facebook about your political view. Oh, I'm really ranting. About your political views about the President of the United States and the Congress. I think we need to keep our mouths shut and pray for our leadership and pray for those in authority and begin to believe God and do what Abraham did. He called those things that be not as though they were. Shall I bring you to the birth and shut up the womb? But I think we're shut. I think the reason why we're in the place we are is because we have spoken too much negativity over our leadership, and God is not pleased. He is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Okay, we're going to close. God loves your nation. Deuteronomy, I would like for my 
my girl Susan to put this up. Deuteronomy 11, 11 through 12. I'm going to read it out of my Bible. Oh, she finally opened her Bible. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> you know what I tell my Bible school students? Put the Word of God in your heart. Put the Word of God in your heart. It shall not return void. But when you need it, when you start stepping out in your ministry, you will be surprised at what flies out of your mouth. Because the word of God is spirit and it's life and it's like a seed. It goes into your heart, doesn't return void, starts working. You don't know it's working. You could go to Bible school and go, what did I learn? Next thing you know, you're operating in your ministry and things are just flying out of your mouth. Why? Because it's out of the abundance of what you've put into your heart, your mouth will speak. Not to put a plug, but we have like six, seven, or eight spoken word CDs, straight scripture. That's all. Sometimes you don't need a teaching. Just give me scripture. Just give me the Bible. Hebrews 11, 11, and then we're going to close with a video. Are you there? You know what he's talking about. He's talking about the land that they were to go in and possess. And, and I know that. It's Old Testament, but I want to show you something about our country. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of heaven. Verse 12, a land which the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it. Thank you, Jesus. From the beginning of the year, to the very end of the year. Oswald Chambers said, we have to pray with our eyes on God, not on the difficulties. Let me ask you a question. Do you love your nation? Are you proud to be an American? One time recently I posted something on my wall innocently. It's amazing sometimes how people respond. Sometimes it's unbelievable. And I said something like, being proud to be an American. And no disrespect, but I'm saying it anyway. This person responded as a comment. He's a heavy hitter, high profile leader in the ministry. He goes all over nations. He has a very fruitful ministry. You know, I was so surprised at what he said. You know, not everybody, I don't know, aren't you proud to be an American? I mean, you know, he, he made a sarcastic comment. It's interesting with words on the internet. Words have life, and they have an atmosphere. I think that's why the Holy Ghost just told us, stop, stop doing what you're doing on the internet. And, and he posted, and he said, proud to be an American? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I was blown away by that. I believe that the reason why some have not really been persistent in intercession for our nation is because we've lost our pride in America. If we really loved our nation, we would be praying for our nation. 
Greater love has no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for his friends. Jesus was speaking of himself. He came to the earth as an intercessor, and he would say, that's the greatest act of love you could do. I believe a strategy of the devil. We prayed for strategies, and I believe this is the Spirit of God. I believe one of the, the devil hates prophets. He hates them. He hates prophets because they reveal things that are hidden. I'm talking true prophets. And I believe this is a strategy of the enemy. He's tried to get us not liking our country, not liking what's going on, losing our pride in America, and therefore people of prayer have just backed off. But the Spirit of God said this year, we are going to restore pride for America. We are going to restore love for our nation. Where's my button? It fell off? Okay. Because it's time to pray for America. You have your prayer card? do is we're going to start out, we're going to pray the prayer of protection over our nation and over our land. Then we're going to go into worship, and then we're going to see how the Holy Spirit takes us. Just want everyone to get out your prayer card, your prayer bookmark that I gave you. What I want you to understand is that I am leading you by faith. I've had times when I've led corporate prayer, whether it's in my house or in meetings like this, where I would get things half English, half tongues, and then I would interpret. I don't really know how it's going to go, but we're going to follow the Holy Ghost. I may or I may not lead, I may or may not be on the microphone, but either way, I'm just asking you to stir up the gift of God that's in you. How do we pray? Lord, heal our land. Send the rain in the time of the latter rain. We turn to you. It's our prayer posture to turn back to you. And then after you've prayed everything you know to pray, pray in the Holy Ghost. Most of the time, people fizzle out lately after 15 minutes, and I'm not expecting that from you. Mama's talking. I expect you, we're going to pray till 1230. And if something happens in between and, you know, somebody gets something, whatever, or I get something, you know, we'll, we'll pray into that. But be prepared to pray till 1230. And I believe the Holy Ghost is going to lead us in God, as I know he is, because that's just how he is. But we want to start off praying, first of all, for this prayer of protection. You don't have to stand up. But let's all pray this together. Do you have it in your hand? Uh, and also, I would encourage you that when we're done praying, if God says anything to you, write it down in your journals. It's important to have a prayer journal, okay? So let's begin reading. This is a prayer. We're taking the word of God and we're presenting it before the throne room of grace. God hears us when we pray. The word does not return void, but he will accomplish what we pray. So let's pray this together. Are you ready? According to Psalms 91, 
I confess that America dwells in the secret place of the Most High, and we as a nation abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God, in you do we trust. We trust you to protect this nation from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You shall cover us with your feathers, and under your wings we will take refuge. May the word of God and the name of Jesus be this nation's shield and buckler. We will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of any destruction that the enemy may plot. For anything that is hidden will be revealed to our national security. I confess that no evil will befall this nation. Neither shall any plague come near or within our borders. Heavenly Father, as an intercessor, I give your angels charge over this land. As a nation, may Thank we set our love upon Jesus, Podcast. call upon Jesus, content, and, and honor Jesus. Like this, visit I also pray that the decisions made by our leaders would be divinely directed by you. Therefore, the leaders would be men and women of discernment, understanding, and knowledge so that the stability of America will continue. I pray that the righteous would be in authority so that the people in our land can rejoice and live in peace.